Hallelujah. Amen. Giving glory, all the honor, adoration unto the Lamb of God. And I shout hallelujah to him that sits on the throne. Glory, glory, glory to him that came and died and washed away all our sins. He is worthy to be praised. He is worthy to be lifted up. I'm flying his banner, although not high enough, but I still fly his banner. I know that as we proceed, that I will grow from strength to strength. Although there be no more time, but I will do as you bid me to do. Daddy, thank you. Thank you. Thank you once again. In Jesus' name, I acknowledge. Amen. Beloved of God, you're welcome to Grace Place. It's been wonderful. It's been a beautiful day. God has showed himself strong in our midst. I was looking forward to spending time with you. But I had a little bit of engagement, things that took my attention away. And not really that, but a whole lot of things happened today that I kind of procrastinated coming on air to, to fellowship with you. You know, someone asked me on WhatsApp today, do you go to church? Or what do you do in church? And um, I was honest with the person. Although, to be sincere with you, I have to say that this year, 2021, has been the year for the past is it 15 or so years. Oh, okay, not 15 or so years, because in 2013, I, I almost went to church every Sunday. I attended church almost every Sunday, so yeah, not up to. But if you take out 2013, maybe I did a little bit of churching in 2012. That's when um, the church was so close to my area, to my, to my house. And then they kept coming around to, to urge me to come to church. And later, I just developed interest for it. So let me not call it 15 years, but let me just say for the past six or so years thereabouts, seven, eight years thereabouts, in short, to be sincere, after 2013, 2021 has been the year that I've done church the most, considering the fact that I was on the mountain. And on the mountain, we used to hold Sunday services. Aside that, I wouldn't have gone. Not that it's a thing that I'm proud of. No, God forbid. But it's just something I, I, don't, I didn't do. So it's just the truth of what happened that I'm, I'm, I'm speaking of. So being in the camp now, in the scripture union camp, Oyo, I am, um, that church is surrounding me. Last Sunday, there's some kids that came in for their youth retreat. So I joined them for their service. It was very interesting. That's the first time I saw a red saxophone. And um, I met this young man, Sam Sachs. I actually did something for him 
on my ankle and by the time I came back, it is kind of like private, but I had to publish it so that I could share it with him. But by the time I came back, I saw that I've had listeners already. At least I've had a listener. So it was like, oh, come on, this is not for public domain, you know, but then it's out there already. So what I'm just trying to say in a sense is that someone challenged me today on the issue of fellowshipping. And um, I think that it's necessary that we developed a good habit for fellowshipping. A day will come, and I can promise you this, that the walls of the churches, either they will be torn down, just like it's happening in Canada, with the Catholic and the Anglican churches coming down, or they will be converted into maybe concentration camps or something like that. Don't forget that the vaccines have been approved by the FDA, at least the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine. Mandates are coming. Imprisonments are coming. It was not like that. You know, they just tested us, like I was saying the other time. They, were, they just tested us with the emergency use authorization. They knew. They knew what they were doing. They just wanted to see how we would react when they start bringing in the bandits slowly. And then they will start, you know, telling us that when it's fully approved, that more mandates will come. That they can now break into your house and force you and vaccinate you. So that's why they did all this. But my prayer is that let them not force us and inject us. But instead, let them try to continue to condition us. In short, let them pressure us. In short, let them lock us up. Let them do whatever they want to do to us. Let them torture us, but let them not force us down. Because they have what it takes. If what It takes just two soldiers to hold you down and, and they have injected something into you. But my prayer is that let, it, let that not be the, the, the name of the game. Or is that why God said that we should flee to the mountains? Does it mean that they are going to hold people down and force these things inside their bloodstream? Is this what Jesus Christ meant? when he advised us not to come down from the roof and pick our belongings inside the house or not to come back from the field and collect whatever we have inside the house. Is this what it meant? Aside the shedding of the spike proteins by the vaccinated people, is this what Jesus meant that we should flee? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to observe keenly and I'm going to keep you updated. But I know that God will keep this game fair. It should be a thing of choice. Let it not be a thing of force. I plead with you, Daddy. Let it not be a thing that will be held down and forced to collect these things. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. So, beloved, let's develop fellowship in our heart. Let's look for ways that we can fellowship. Let's get used to where two or three are gathered. Because very soon, congregation will be only for the vaccinated. And for me, I'm not going to be vaccinated. So I will not be allowed into any church premise. I'm already used to it. But God help us. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Yes. Hallelujah. In your arms, that's where I find my peace. 
in your arms, that's where I find my strength. Oh, yes. Woo! Hallelujah. In your arms, that's where I find courage. In your arms, that's where I find my strength. Oh, oh yes. Hallelujah. In your arms, that's where I find my peace. In your arms, that's where I find my rest. Oh, oh, oh yes. Amen. In your arms, that's where I find my joy. In your arms, that's where I know I fit in. Whoa, yes. Woo, hallelujah. In your arms, that's where I find my love. In your arms, that's where I find my life. Whoa, yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Beloved of God, you know. You know the little bits of information. You know the nitty-gritty of how he makes you feel. Why not express it to him? Why not tell him how much you love him? I think it's befitting. God bless you as you open up to him. He loves it. He's not stoic. He's not, you know, a bearded God with cane in hand waiting to flog us if we don't bow down and worship him all day long. He's a lover of a father. Express yourself to him. Express yourself to him. Me, I feel so comfortable in his arms. I've not, I'm not even done with, with expressing the way I feel in his arms. But maybe when I'm off um, the episode, I will keep singing. I will keep loving him. He's beautifully sweet. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Jesus. I bless you. We love you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Beloved of God, do have a wonderful, wonderful evening. God bless you. As we move towards the weekend, God is going to be with you. He's going to keep you. He's going to protect you. He's going to guide you. His arms of strength and righteousness is going to uphold you. And you will shine just like a light that is lit and is not covered with a bushel. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. I love you. But Jesus loves you more. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. And see you again tomorrow by God's grace. Bye-bye. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.